You are listening to the official podcast of Refuge, where we believe all people matter to God. Well, good morning, church. You ready for the Word of God? You might say, hey, this doesn't seem real spiritual. Talk about the Avengers in church and Captain America and some of these other characters. But yet, you stay clued in. You'll find out why we're doing this, okay? And we want to just begin, uh, first of all, I want to welcome everyone for coming. Thank you for being here this morning. But we want to start and open with a word of prayer. Uh, This week actually uh, marks the National Day of Prayer coming up this Thursday. And so as a nation, believers are called to seek God and come before Him to pray. And, And how many of you know that we're living in a time of crisis? There's a lot of concerns. There's a lot of issues. There's a lot of challenges that we're facing as a human race. And so we need to really capitalize on this time to join together with other believers. And, and so what, what we're doing is at 11 o'clock all across this nation, at least our time, but uh, Eastern Standard Time, it's 12 a.m. Uh, people are getting together and praying. And so at that time, I'm going to be in my Bible class at Stevens Point Christian Academy and we're going to invite anybody that wants to come from the congregation to just step in. We'll uh, be in the chapel at Stevensburg Christian Academy. And you can join us for a time of prayer at 11 a.m. this Thursday. So uh, mark that down on your calendars. That's not in the regular announcements. But we want to pray. Uh, we want to pray concerning uh, the nation of Nepal with the recent earthquake for the relief effort. We also need to pray for the Supreme Court as they discuss issues that uh, uh, pertain to all of us as well as uh, lifting up uh, Freddie Gary's Gray's family, Freddie Gray's family uh, and the people of Baltimore concerning the issues there. So let's join our faith together as we open our hearts to God. Father, we're grateful for the invitation to come before the throne of grace. And Father, we come with a heart of humility, a heart of, of calling on your name, knowing that you're a God who hears, you're God, you are a God who answers our prayer. Father, we, we lift up the nation of Nepal. We lift up the relief effort. We pray for those that have lost loved ones. We pray, Father, for your hand of intervention that out of the rubble will come revival, that out of this disaster there would be a move of your spirit to bring relief, to bring help, to bring the truth of the gospel. In Jesus' name, we lift up this nation before you. And and Father, we pray for the city of Baltimore. We pray for Freddie Gray's family. And we thank you, Father, for intervening to establish peace in the midst of conflict. And Father, this injustice, let it be addressed and let truth and justice prevail in these matters. We pray that peace would reign and violence would cease. In Jesus' name. And Father, we lift up the Supreme Court that you grant them wisdom as they hear discussions concerning the issue of marriage, that, that you would allow truth and righteousness to prevail in our nation. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. And everybody in agreement said amen. amen. You know, we, we live in a broken world, and, and it's important to understand the hope is the reality of Jesus. A Jesus that loves us and cares for us, and that, wa- that wants to reveal himself in our lives. And so we're excited about that, that fact of God, that he wants to show himself strong on our behalf. 
And now the uh, scripture, actually before I share the scripture this morning, um, I do have one bit of humor that I'll share with you. And I haven't been doing really well on the jokes lately, so you, you just please, please bear with me. There's a, there's a teacher who uh, notices a student coming in late. And so immediately this teacher looks at the student and says, why are you late? And the student responded, I was in such a hurry to get here, I didn't think of a reason. Yeah. That's what I thought. I didn't think that one would go over, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's amazing how we run into places late. We don't usually run into church late. We take our time and just show up late. But I appreciate those of you that are here in time and those of you that come early. We had a great uh, opportunity for people to serve yesterday, and I just want to take a moment and thank everyone who volunteered. We had a spring cleanup day. Uh, we were able to get a lot accomplished around here, and, and so there were a lot of hours and, and bodies that contributed to that effort, and I thank you for that. Uh, Destiny Point also had their bolathon, and, and they also had a work day out in Blinker at their new location. And so we just want to thank everyone that has, is serving in some capacity to be a blessing to others. And so speaking of Destiny Point, there's some food left over from the event, and that will be available uh, in the cafeteria after service. They have chips and salsa over there for you. If, if you like chips and salsa, how many of you like chips and salsa? Okay, all right. So head back there after service this morning, and you can partake of, uh, the pro of what's over there, okay? Now, a disclaimer. You know, I, I thought, should I give a disclaimer, disclaimer concerning this series this month? And one of the things I think that should be said is that we are not promoting the Avenger movie to increase their box office sales, okay? So whether you go to the movie or not, that doesn't matter to me at all. But content is advisable. So parents should always use discretion for their children. In fact, uh, check the movie previews. There's a great site called Plugged In, which is produced by Focus on the Family. And they, from a Christian perspective, do movie reviews. In fact, we use that, and so we could put the blame on Plugged In and Focus on the Family whenever we had to say no to our children because we were pretty strict and had some specific guidelines in regard to what our children could view and what we'd allow them to view. So um, just so use your discretion there. And our intent is, is to point attention to the ultimate adventure, who is Jesus Christ. He's an advocate like no other. And now the, the new release of the Avenger movie, The Age of Ultron, is actually the current buzz in our media culture. And its popularity, to me, is only an indication that subconsciously people are looking for somebody to save humanity. They're looking for a hero. They're looking for somebody to intervene, to protect us from doom and destruction. And so I, I believe that every successful movie, it's really there's a redemptive theme involved because people are looking for true redemption in their hearts. Now, so we encourage you to invite others to this series, especially if they like the Avengers. You can say, hey, this is cool. We're doing this at our church. People say, what? You're talking about Captain America? You're talking about the Hulk? How, how does this relate to the Bible? Well, well, well you'll find out 
So you just stick around. In fact, it's interesting, the Apostle Paul seized opportunities to present the gospel. In the city of Athens, he came across this, this altar, and it said, dedicated to the unknown God. And so in his sermon, he brought that altar that everybody could relate to in the community. It was very visible. It was something there that everybody knew about and talked about. And he said, that's what I'm going to talk about. We're going to talk about the unknown God that you don't know, but I know. But if you listen, you know him too. And so uh, we can use what's happening so that we can be relevant. A number of years ago, the Lord was uh, showing me concerning of a, strategy, a strategy to reach the youth of our generation. And something that came to me in prayer was a word that he's called us to be a church that's radical, relational, and revolutionary. And so those elements really are important when we engage our culture. And so it's important as, as we stay hooked up this month, I believe that, that we're going to use what's happening currently to capitalize on that to share the word of God and reach people for Jesus. We're basically capitalizing on it in a unique way to minister to people that may not have heard the gospel. So in, invite people. You have received a bulletin this morning, and this is a monthly bulletin. We, we print up a bunch of these extras, so take a few of these, pass them out to your friends, and uh, invite them for the rest of the month series. Um, next Sunday, Jared Anderson will be ministering. He's going to be talking about the Hulk. Yeah, so he doesn't know that yet, but <laughs> I'm sure he can wind it in some way into the service, but all right. Um, when I go to movies, I don't know about you, I look for redemptive messages that help people relate to the Redeemer. And, and, and I can, nowadays my kids look at me and they'll, they're in the part that's emotional and, and the part that really kind of grips your heart. My whole family, including Deb, including my wife, will look at me to see if I start crying. And they'll say, Dad, you're crying. I say, no, I'm not. And I try to hide it. I try to cover it. But I'm, I, got, I have a soft heart there, and I, I can kind of break down easy. And it seems the older I get, the more sensitive I am, and my heart is more moved when I uh, am in one of those scenarios. Now, uh, it's interesting. And when we look at a great movie, there's certain elements and aspects that we see that are in a great movie, a great story, a great book. Uh, every great movie or story has certain components that make them great. There's a great conflict, there's a great sacrifice, and there's a great victory. And there's an evil villain, and there's a victorious champion. So those are all components that make up a great movie, a great story, a great book. In fact, those are the most successful uh, when they look at movie making. And so uh, movie makers would be wise to make sure all those components are incorporated in the movie because I mean if you've been to a movie and you say what was this and you don't even remember it anymore because it just had no impact it didn't draw you in you had no desire to see it again in fact you walked away disappointed and disheartened and so all right but Jesus taught with parables in fact he would take something in a natural or use something to relate it to a spiritual truth in order to convey that truth in order to reach the hearts of people. Now, in the latest Avenger film, Age of Ultron, Ultron is the evil villain, okay? 
who really fits the stereotype of Satan. Uh, he's a crazy robot that just wants to eradicate uh, humanity. He just wants to wipe out humanity. And, you know, ultimately, we know Satan is the thief, according to John 10.10. 10. He comes to kill. He comes to steal. He comes to destroy. His ultimate intention, because he's so jealous, because you took his place, we took his place, and because he is the arch enemy of God, and we are the object of God's love, he hates us, and he wants us destroyed. And he'll only use us for his means temporarily, just as there were two superheroes in the latest movie that were on his side but later switched when they found out Ultron's true agenda. And so I might be losing some of you say, don't spoil the movie for me, Pastor. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, well, make sure, young people, you have permission from your parents. And uh, those times were okay. I would say, okay, I'm going with this movie with you just so I can talk you through some things if something is objectionable. We need to talk through this, okay? So it can be a learning environment and a learning experience for them. But uh, the word avenger, because I, you think, what is this word? Is this even a biblical word? And I have good news for you. It is in the Bible. In fact, the word avenger with the ER ending is actually found 18 times in the New King James Version. Uh, Bible, but it's actually used 46 times total with other endings, uh, 48 times in the New International Version, and 44 in the um, ESV Version, the English Standard Version of the Bible. So this word is definitely in the Scriptures. And let, let me say something about the Bible this morning. Can I say something about the Bible? Okay. <laughs> Don't ever reject the Bible because you don't agree with what it says. Okay? See, that's the problem in, in our culture today. People will be reading to the Bible and they'll take what they want because, it, oh, this is good. But if they don't agree with something, then they tend to want to reject it. But it is the final authority and the truth that is always constant and will never change. Okay? Now, uh, Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will abide forever. Or the word of God, the word of the Lord, will abide forever. It's eternal in its nature. You can never change the truth. You can change a lie, but you can never change the truth. The truth remains consistently constant. And 2 Timothy 3.16 says that all Scripture is given by God for what? It's given by inspiration of God for instruction, for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. And verse 17 goes on to say that the man of God may be completely furnished or adequate in order to do every good work. And so the word of God we need to take to heart. Can you say amen to that? All right. Well, the word avenger actually means to take vengeance on behalf of someone. It also is defined as to inflict punishment or penalty in return for. It means revenge. It also is defined as to retaliate or to attack someone who threatens your existence. And we actually find in the scripture mention of six cities of refuge 
that were located, uh, three of them on one side of the Jordan River, three on the other side of the Jordan River. And these were cities that were safe places for people to flee to when their life was threatened by somebody that was trying to avenge them because maybe they accidentally killed somebody or caused the death of somebody. And the avenger of the loved one's blood that was shed, they would go after them and try to kill them. But in the city of refuge, they were safe. They were protected uh, from being killed or put to death or from vengeance being carried out or retaliation. And so now, enough said with that. Let's look at Captain America. And I, I, I actually borrowed his shield for the day. You know, he said as long as they get back to him, that's fine. And um, uh, so I, I thought a good place to put it is on the podium. It kind of, I, I think it looks good there. Yeah. I might use it a little later. I, I was going to like bounce it off that wall and see if it hits there and if it comes back to me. But I haven't practiced that, so I probably won't do that. I don't want an injury here this morning. Okay, so anyway... We're starting the series off taking a look at Captain America, who, in my opinion, is the, the one Avenger that seems to have it all together. He doesn't seem to have all these other personal issues in his life. And so he's actually my favorite. And he's my favorite because he's a man of integrity. He's a man who's honest. He is true to, his moral, to live by his moral principles. Uh, he's the most godly among the team. In fact, uh, in this latest movie, somebody says something that they shouldn't have said, and immediately Captain America says, watch the language. So he's rebuking him, right? In, and I said, well, they didn't even need to put that part in there, but at least this righteous, the righteousness in him didn't like to hear anything that was said that shouldn't be said, okay? And so, now, the various characters we'll talk about have personalities, and it's interesting uh, the personalities that often you and I can relate to. When we see these superheroes, you, you, you see different qualities that they have, and you can relate to different personality traits that uh, you may have as well. And so uh, we all have weaknesses, we all have shortcomings, and we all have room to grow. And so very often you see some of these superheroes, they overcome some of their issues, their personal issues in their life, and it's, it's good to see that. Um, now, turn with me in your Bible to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. This is our scripture uh, for this first part one as we look at Captain America. Verse 8, 2 Corinthians 4, 8, it says, We often suffer, but we are never crushed. Even when we don't know what to do, we never give up. This is the contemporary English version of the Bible. Now, What's interesting, this particular passage is in a scene in the movie Captain America, the First Avenger. And we see in the setting where Captain America actually quotes this scripture, he's outnumbered 10,000 to 1. How many of you think that's kind of, you're really outnumbered 10,000 to 1, okay? So he picks up his shield, he stares at the hordes, closing in on him and his fellow teammates. And he makes this statement, we often suffer, but we are never crushed. Even when we don't know what to do, we never give up. Now, question, can we apply this to our own lives? Can we apply this to what we're dealing with, with what we're going through? You may not be facing a horde of 
10,000 enemies coming at you all at once, but you may be facing a personal conflict in your life, a personal issue. You may be facing a, a physical illness. You may be facing a loved one going through certain things. You may be facing a challenge in your marriage. You may be facing um, a financial crisis. You may be facing something that is seemingly wanting to crush you and put you down. Now, what's interesting here is I decided to back up and read verse 7. How many of you know it's good to read things in context? Because obviously, Captain America, when he quoted this in the movie, he kind of took it out of context. But we're going to put it in context, and so we're going to look at verse 7 because it totally relates to verse 7. Verse 7 says, We have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. See, we have to recognize our source of power. We need to recognize our source of help because Jesus is that source of help. He is that power that can get us through any crisis, any situation, any conflict that you're going through. He is the one that gives us the power to endure so that we won't be crushed and so that we don't have to give up or when we don't know what to do, he's there. His power is made available to us. And I want you to, to grab hold of that thought because, in fact, that's, the most, that's one of the most important things I want you to get a hold of is that Jesus is your source of power. And, and he's ready to step on the scene of your life and to walk you through whatever crisis you're facing. In fact, he made a statement so powerful, and, and I'm reminded, when I'm reminded of this, I, I always feel encouraged. Jesus said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm with you to the end. That's his commitment. That's his pledge to us. And, you know, in my own life, I say, okay, Jesus, that's your commitment to me. I, I want to give that kind of commitment back to you. I'll never leave you. I don't ever want to forsake you. Right to the end, I want to remain faithful. And see, Captain America was, was kind of, that's his character. He was, he's faithful. Uh, he believes in justice. He's honest. He's pure-hearted. He's courageous. He's willing to sacrifice. Now, in, in the movie, uh, the Captain America, his, his real name is, is Steve Rogers. In fact, just to give you a little bit of backdrop, backdrop, okay, Captain America was actually created in 1940 by Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. Uh, Captain America was Marvel Comics' first superhero, okay? And Stan Lee calls Captain America the very definition of a superhero. It's, it's really what a superhero really is. Now, Chris, uh, Chris Evans, the actor who plays Captain America, in the movies actually made a statement. He said... Everything I wish I could be as a man, he's just good for the sake of good. He's what I want to be. I want to be that. And so he's the actor. So I think sometimes, you know, I think about if you are an actor and you're portraying the character of Jesus, you know, to play that character, that's, that's pretty amazing. But this is one of those characters you're playing that the actor wants to be like the character. Now, Every actor, I'm sure, doesn't necessarily want to be like the character they're portraying. But yet, we need to portray the character of Jesus. 
right? Now, the story of Captain America really is the story about Steve Rogers, who's just a skinny kid from Brooklyn. I mean, the guy was, he had asthma, so he's sickly. And now after being deemed unfit for military service, uh, Steve volunteers for a top secret research project that the military is doing. And uh, actually, he wants to serve the country so bad that he's willing to do whatever it takes to serve his country. And this, the setting of, of the, the movie, the first Avenger, is during World War II, so America's facing Nazis and all that, the, the German uh, conquest of Europe and dealing with all that. Now, this top secret military experiment was called Operation Rebirth, which I found that's interesting. There's a little type and shadow there. Operation Rebirth. And so as, as we, we look at that, then we you know, have to come to realize, okay, uh, what, what is this? What's going to happen? So the reason he was chosen was because of his sincere and patriotic heart. And he's injected with this special serum and, and then bombarded with vital rays. I, I mean, I, I like to have that happen sometime. Which actually transforms him from a frail young man into this really, you know, fit guy. I mean, he looks like uh, Dr. Colton. You know, he's just, he has it all together, you know. And stand up for us, Dr. Colton. I mean, he, he's got it, man. You know. And so, uh, and so he becomes this super soldier with enhanced strength, with speed and agility. He actually becomes the sentinel of liberty as he defends freedom against the Nazis. And so, now realize this, and there's a type and shadow here because we can relate. We're all weaklings and unable to defeat the enemy until we are reborn. Uh, you are no threat to the devil until you are reborn in Christ. That's when we become a threat to the enemy, when we're born again, when we receive the life, the nature of God, when we have that encounter with Jesus Christ. That's when our life is transformed and we become a Captain America in a sense. Now, I may not be a Captain America on the outside, but I am on the inside because that's where the new birth, that's where the rebirth takes place. We become that champion of sorts through the new birth because we receive the very life, the very nature of God. And see, that's what Christianity is, is so amazing because it's a joining together with the one who created us where we receive heaven's DNA in our spirit being and we're changed, we're transformed. Now, oh, now in the first Avenger movie before Steve receives the serum, he has a discussion with Abraham Erskine, who is the scientist, this master scientist who kind of came up with all this. And it went this way, and I'm going to just read this for you, uh, because he's questioning, he's a little bit saying, okay, what about the serum? What's it going to do to me? What, you know, you read the labels because you want to find out, okay, what are the side effects of this? Whenever you take something, you should always look, for, what are the side effects? What are the possible effects that this could have on me that might not be pleasant? Okay. And so he says, yeah, but there will be other effects. The serum was not ready, but more important, the man. So he's saying what's more important is, is the man being ready for the serum, not the serum being ready for the man, okay? 
And then he goes on to say, the serum amplifies everything that is inside. So good becomes great and bad becomes worse. This is why you were chosen, because the strong man who has no power all his life, or the strong man who has known power all his life, may lose respect for that power, but a weak man knows the value of strength and knows compassion. And see, we're all weak men. We're all weak women without Christ. But when we are injected with Jesus, with the very life of God, then we can know that power and know that strength and yet have compassion. Okay? Now, there's a video clip I want you to see here because this was the test, that the final test before he was chosen. And it just reveals of his character. So go ahead and play that clip. See, he was willing to give his life for the company that he was in, for the people around him. And that was a test, and they were looking to see, will this guy, is he willing to give his life? Who do you know that was willing to give their life for us, for the ultimate sacrifice? Jesus. So uh, there's so many allegories, there's so many analogies that we can relate to when we look at this. Now, we know that, and I have this shield up here, and the Bible in Ephesians talks about the shield of faith. And here we too see a correlation. Uh, Captain America carries a virtually indestructible shield that's composed of a unique vibrating steel. It, it's not even, it's a made up kind of thing. Um, but this shield has extraordinary uh, aerodynamic properties and, and can be hurled and rebound and against objects and, and, and do a lot of stuff. But we see in Ephesians 6, verse 16, it says, above all, taking the shield of faith. Okay, let me take this here. Taking the shield of faith. What are we to do with it? With which you are able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. See, that's, that's a piece of our spiritual armor that God equips us with as, as believers. And how many people, how many believers fail to pick up that shield? See, there's an arena of conflict that we need to engage in in this Christian walk. And some people, they, they don't understand that dynamic of Christianity. They think, oh, we, we accept Christ, we, we are blessed, we receive all these promises, and we live this life and nothing goes wrong. Well, that's not the way it is. Because the Bible says we're to fight the good fight of faith. And in fact, in Ephesians 6, it talks about all the armor. And it likens that to equip us so we can 
successfully live this life and fight the good fight of faith. There's a battle enraging around us. And so we need to be willing to fight that fight, but you have to take the shield of faith. Because that shield of faith, it says, above all, take it. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Using our faith and our walk and our journey with God is of vital importance. Now, there, there is a moment uh, in the movie where a statement is, is made and, and uh, it describes Captain America as one who's pursuing other gods or gods, the gods. And Captain America says, there's only one God, ma'am. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that in referring to the villains. And so he acknowledges there's only one God. Captain America knew where his strength was. It wasn't from himself. And so I believe that with Captain America, we see him as one who stands firm on his beliefs, allowing them to guide his decision-making and ultimately his actions. As we bring this to a close, I want to share a couple of verses of Scripture because as we look at the Bible, we can see comparisons and, and we see a man called David and David was a man that would probably be most like Captain America. He was uh, patriotic. He was a man of integrity. He was a man that really, he defeated Goliath, right? And he, he was kind of scrawny and a young man when he did that. In 1 Samuel 24 verse 12, says that let the Lord judge between you and me and let the Lord avenge me on you. But my hand shall not be against you. And this was in regarding Saul. When his life was being threatened by Saul, he wasn't going to avenge Saul or take vengeance into his own hand. He knew he had to leave that up to God. In 2 Samuel 24, 48, David later makes that, or also makes that statement. He said, it's God who avenges me and subdues the people's under me. David knew that God was his adventure. In Luke chapter 18, verse 7, Jesus is speaking, and he said, God, and shall God not avenge his own elect, who cry out day and night to him, though he bears along with them? So here again we see, not only in the Old Testament, and the New Testament, it speaks that God is our avenger. Now, you need to write this down if you're taking notes. Never avenge yourself. You need to step back because you are not the avenger. Right. You are not the avenger. In Romans chapter 12, verse 19, the scripture says, Beloved, do not avenge yourself, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. You need to turn things over to God and not take things into your own hand. Now, as, as we... Uh, we want to bring this to a place of prayer, then we're going to honor God with our offerings and tithes. But it's important that we determine to join the team, the team that God has established, his sons and daughters, a team that's willing to sacrifice, willing to give of themselves to fight this good fight of faith, understanding that God is the avenger, but we have our place to fight, we have our role to play, in this earth. Let's bow our heads for just a moment. Thank you, Father. And as with heads 
bowed and eyes closed, maybe you're facing a conflict, maybe you're facing something that seems to be crushing and weighing heavy on you, I want you during this time to just release that to God, knowing that even though you're dealing with this, God's going to bring you through. Father, we thank you for this opportunity for the Spirit of God to work among us, to work in our lives, to reveal himself. Father, whatever we're facing in our lives, our personal lives today, we, we commit those things to you and we ask that you step in the scene. We invite you to come and move among us and have your way. We thank you, Father, for allowing faith to rise in our hearts to drive fear away and doubts away so that we can walk this journey with you. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. Thanks for listening to The Refuge Podcast. For more information about who we are and to listen to more inspirational messages for free, visit us online at wearerefuge.net.